Hey, I'm Natalie Abbott. And I'm Vera Schmitz. We are sisters who host the Dwell Differently podcast. We help you memorize and meditate on one Bible verse every month. And all month long on our podcast, we talk about what that verse means, why it matters, and how we can apply that verse to our daily lives. Hey, welcome back to the Dwell Differently podcast. It's your host, Natalie Abbott. And Vera Schmitz. Hey, there she is. There she is, people. <laughs> this is always the funnest episode for me every month. Um, I think the one that's the the most uh, intimidating for me is having to talk by myself for a really long time. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm glad that's your job, not mine. I go on by holy. myself for like, I'm like, I got four minutes here. <laughs> I can get to four. <laughs> uh, I go on and I'm like, okay, I got to teach a lot of things right now. Um, yeah. So we already did that episode, though, and this verse is a little complicated. I'm not going to lie. It's a really beautiful verse, the verse that we're learning and meditating on in December, but it's it's got a lot in there. So if you didn't listen to that, that teaching episode, you might want to go back and listen because then you'll kind of know a lot more. We'll reference a few things from that episode, but man, I'm telling you, there's a lot in here. Um, so it comes from Isaiah 60, verse 1, and it says this, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. I love that we get to memorize this in December. It was purposeful. Why is that? Um, I, I don't know. Just this idea of your light has come. I love those mm. words. Your light mm-hmm. has come. Um, you know, there's a, a million ways that that could be written and communicate the same thing about who came. It says your light has come. And one of my favorite things to think about in scripture, the passages that always jump off the page to me are about light and darkness because it is such a clear picture of life with and without God. Oh, yeah. It reminds me of the verse that we did, I think it was two years ago, maybe, or three years ago in December, um, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And that's from John 1, 5. Uh, It's a reference to Christ, Mm -hmm. um, to his first coming. Mm -hmm. Um, But this verse is actually talking about the second coming, which is something during Christmas that if you've been around a while, you've probably heard a pastor or two talk about that. That Advent, that Advent season means that we're looking forward to the return of Christ, actually. Like, we know that all of these passages in the Old Testament that we read during Advent are looking to the Advent of Christ the first time, but that as believers right now, we're looking forward to Christ's ultimate return and restoration and redemption of all mm-hmm. things. So that's what what this verse is actually looking at, even though it is an Old Testament passage. Like this happened hundreds of years before Christ that this this was written. And it was looking at Christ's coming and the final mm-hmm. fulfillment of Christ's coming. So there's kind of like some levels. There's some layers to this. Here's here's my question then, Natalie. How is this even applicable to our lives uh, if yeah. it's not yet happened? Yeah, it's not. We're just going to memorize it anyway. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, it for sure is because, um, like we said, like at Christmas time, we celebrate the incarnation, but yet we also know that because of the incarnation, because of Jesus's perfect life that he lived out on our behalf, because he then paid the price, the penalty for our sins, and he rose again, he promised us, though, when he was on this earth, that when we believe in him, we get something even better, actually, he says, than himself. You know, if I if I don't go away, then you're not going to get this better thing, which is Christ in us, the Holy Spirit living in us. So that's our already piece of, of experiencing this this glory of the Lord. It's the glory of the Lord actually in us. And then the culmination of this verse is that final absolute fulfillment of this verse is when the glory of the Lord descends on us in the new Jerusalem when he comes. And if you read all of Isaiah 60, you get this beautiful image of the city of Zion, and it is a city on a hill. It is the place where the nations come and they worship. All peoples come um, and give honor and glory to the Lord. And it's just this beautiful image for a people who currently during that time are experiencing um, the restoration from exile. Um, So they had been out out of their homeland for 70 years. And so they've returned and they get this beautiful image that isn't just a picture of a right now awesome city. It's a picture of a future glorious city where kings come and bring their treasures, where people come and give glory to the Lord, where there is no sun and there is no moon because the glory of the Lord is the light. So that's the light that this is talking about in this verse. And it is awesome. Hi, everyone. This is April from The Dwell Team, and I want to let you know about our gift memberships. For those who have it all, we know how hard it is to find a meaningful gift. Our gift memberships can be purchased in increments of 4, 8, and 12 months, and your friends and family will love this ongoing gift. Every month when they receive their yellow envelope, it will remind them of God's word and your thoughtfulness. Purchase by December 31st, and your gift memberships will automatically start in January. There is no better way to start the new year than in the Word. I love um, all of that imagery. I love thinking about what the city will be like. Um, Mm -hmm. I always say, you know, people sometimes ask if I have a tattoo. The Mm -hmm. answer is no. Um, But... I I think one of one of there's like a couple tattoos that I would get if I were ever to get one, and one of them is "Your Kingdom Come," just those three letters YKC, and it's because I love thinking about the kingdom of God, what it looks like, what it'll feel like, what it won't feel yeah. like. Um, <laughs> that you know, like what you're saying, like there's no light out, like there's no need for an extra source of light because God is with us. Um yeah. so I love this. And if you guys want to if you guys want to read more on that, you can go to Revelation also. Revelation sounds a lot like Isaiah 60 Revelation. I think it's like chapter 21, I believe that talks about the city coming down. It might be chapter 20. Um but all that end part and it ends with that, you know, you you saying your kingdom come. It ends with amen. 
come Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. And even our verse ends with uh, verse 22 says, I am the Lord in its time. I will do this swiftly. Mm-hmm. Like that idea of this is coming and in its time, it's going to, it's going to come rapidly. Mm-hmm. Amen. Come Lord Jesus, like your kingdom come. This should be our heartbeat is that God would when we when we feel the pain and the darkness in our in our lives that we would look at that eternal restoration of all things and long for it mm-hmm. we would long for this light the glory of the lord to to shine on us it makes me immediately have all of this imagery in my mind um and i always think of the the book of the lion the witch and the wardrobe and when aslan is coming and like everything swiftly it like everything starts to melt and things come to life and everyone is a warrior and does their part and comes together and um yeah that stuff gets me right right at my core I could cry. <laughs> it's been it. real good. <laughs> it does. Uh, well, you know, I, I I read those to my kids, my husband and I. I think we've actually read through them twice now to our kids because we have kids that are old enough and young enough that we just kept going. Selfishly, we kept reading it. We just recycled it again. Um, but I love at the end of the series when it says that that at the end they just go further up and further in. Like this idea that there's this continual revelation of the glory and the goodness and the perfections that they're just continually going further up and further in. Mm -hmm. And it's like this endless revelation for them. And I feel like that for us is, is just remarkable to think about. I love that imagery, that idea that there is no end to knowing the glories and the perfections and the goodness of God. And so this verse talking about that, that final revelation, or I guess that, that beginning Mm -hmm. full revelation and, and the um, fullness of that, that we will experience arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Like I'm ready. Let's do it. (laughs) I am ready. And I'm also like, I want that today. Like I want that Mm. kind of call on my day when I wake up. Yeah. Arise, shine, yeah. for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Let's go. Um, yeah, you know when I, if yes. you can approach life with such a eternal perspective, and your relationships and the people who come across your path, that's a really cool kind of look on on life. Yeah, it is. And I think when you think about this verse too, like you're talking about the you that it's talking about is actually the city of Zion, but it's the people of God, Mm -hmm. right? And we are the people of God. And this idea that the people of God are reflecting the glory of God and that all the peoples around are invited to participate in that, to 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 revel in the glory of God. And I think what better time to consider a verse like this than Christmas time? Mm-hmm. Because this is the time when, you know, I my husband's a pastor. This is the time when we just want our whole everything to be so on point and so winsome. And so beautiful that when somebody who comes to church on Christmas because they're dragged there by their grandma (laughs) is like, wow, 
they see the glory of the mm-hmm. Lord. You know, they experience true worshipers worshiping in spirit and in truth. They hear the beauty of the message of Jesus. And and I think that just is like such a challenge when you think about this verse, because that's our calling as people. Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, there's a lot of calls in the in the Bible. There's a lot of, you know, prescriptive verses about how to live your life. But this one is to arise and shine. Mm-hmm. And give God the glory, glory. Rise and shine. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why that just came out, but it was, you it know was why. It was deep You're in always me. doing that. You're always doing that. Um, oh, I know. I just, I mean, it, in, in my mind, it's like, okay, so what do I normally do? Or what what is the opposite? I like to think of things that way. Like, okay, arise and mm. shine. Or lie down and be dull. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And yeah. I love that this is the call. It's not It's not telling me to do anything. I'm, I'm not right. being called in this verse. And sometimes the call is different. But, it, it, you know, I'm not being called to serve or to do good works or anything i'm called to arise and shine that's what the city is doing it's a it's arise and shine and let god's glory pour out from me that's pretty cool right it is really really cool i feel like it's such an uh like experiential verse you know because you didn't bring the light the light just came Right. And you didn't bring the glory. The glory of the Lord rises on you. It's his glory that's rising on you. And so even that arise and shine, it's a it's a reflective glory or like we mentioned earlier, it's a it's the glory that comes out of us because the spirit is in mm-hmm. us. This isn't our own thing that we got to muster up. This is God's light, God's glory that is coming out of us. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's super awesome. So I wonder, Vera, let's put the rubber right on that road and take a ride. Um, <laughs> how, do we, how do we apply this verse? How do we allow this verse not just to encourage us to bask in God's glory, but I think it's, like I said, I think it's, it's telling us to, to shine, mm-hmm. right? It's telling us get up and shine. So how do we do that practically? Well, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I ask good questions. You're a good I know. Question asker. <laughs> um, I think it's, you know, not the easiest thing to answer. As I'm sitting here, I don't have a quick answer mm. for this. Um, but I, I think have a quick answer. You have a quick answer. I do have a quick. Well, answer. Well, then why don't you answer it? I'm here's no. what my mind went to. Here's what my mind. Okay, okay. You tell me. My mind went to. Oh, go to church and be a light. True. However, like December, (laughs) December, Mm. small kids, like I don't always feel or look like an arising, shining light of the glory of the Lord during this season. That's true. It's real hectic and real crazy. So my gut reaction was like, "Uh, I don't know. How how do I do that? So why don't you give your answer? Because maybe somebody's sitting there thinking and feeling like I do. Well, yeah, feeling the chaos and the overwhelm. Because that's the last thing that you need is to feel like you got to do one more thing. But I would say 
because of the context of this verse, because of the the beautiful inclusion of all peoples. And even in this in this section, it talks about how they bring frankincense and myrrh, um, that the kings come and they bring that. And so that's like a very, you know, Christmassy kind of thing, because we think about the three wise men. And they're from these other places. And so I would just encourage you to think about who are the pla- the people who are different from you, who are not the norm people at Christmas time, that maybe you could just reach out and invite them to your Christmas party or invite them to hang out one day. Well, you know, I, I, I mean, there have been times where in our family we've included people who, you know, just for a little while, who needed a place to come and be and have Christmas. So maybe be on the lookout for somebody who needs to have Christmas with you or part of Christmas with you, you know, because there are a lot of lonely people and a lot of people who, for you, it seems like a small thing. For them, it's everything. So I love that. It's like, it it just made me think of um, the new Grinch movie. It's a couple years old now. But I love the, like, super Christmassy character who's, like, house is out of control. He's like, he says, oh, Grinchy, you're my best friend. Like, I just love that. Um, The hospitality at the end of that movie uh, is really sweet. You know, the little girl goes and invites the Grinch to the Christmas party and um Mm -hmm. it's so simple it's beautiful you know for whatever reason we get all you know uptight sometimes about how things look at christmas and who's coming Mm -hmm. and you know all that stuff and it's like man just can can we just challenge ourselves to open our doors um Mm -hmm. and i think this is a really cool opportunity because for the last uh two years like it was inappropriate (laughs) to ask people (laughs) It was, you know, like. Well, it wasn't necessarily inappropriate, but it was. There upon. were a lot of barriers. <laughs> there were barriers. There were, there were some you know, barriers. You know, it was like, I, you know, you, you were just really trying to get to see your mom at Christmas. Um, and that seemed True like that. A, a hard thing to do. So a anyway, this is our, our yeah. first go around again at welcoming people back into our lives and into our homes during the Christmas season and in a way that's, you know, hopefully doesn't get canceled quite as frequently. So I think this is a beautiful thing for us to do, to rise and shine um, in our spaces. Yes, invite somebody in. It's not hard. And and even if they don't come, it really says something. It counts. It really does say something. It matters. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it. Yep. I think I'm real excited about I'm real excited about celebrating Christmas here. <laughs> uh, well, Merry Christmas, everybody. And uh, we'll be back again next week. Actually wrapping up. Oh, no. Vera will be back, I'll be back next week. And then we'll be wrapping up the year, the very last Thursday of the month, and just talking about what we've learned and all the things that God has done this year. So join us for that thankful moment where we get to talk about kind of our year in review. It's actually a five-year wrap-up also. Oh, a what? Yeah. Five years? Yeah. So. My gosh. Guys. Just. Let's celebrate good times. Good times. Come on. Great oldies. (laughs) 
All right. Later, Vera. Hey, I know you know that we love memorizing Bible verses over here as well. And all month long, we are talking about a Bible verse. But did you know that we have a membership where you actually get a kit in the mail that comes with temporary tattoos, a key tag, and a print that has this month's design on it. And it's always just the most beautiful design. But those temporary tattoos and that key tag and that print, those are visual reminders all throughout the month to help you remember and dwell on this month's first. So go to dwelldifferently.com and check out our membership. 